Time now for episode two of Side Notes presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. Biggest story out of training camp for the Buffalo Sabres is Zach Benson. Will he be in the opening night roster? And how long does he stay? Well, I I certainly think that he is going to make the opening night roster. I think he, this young man, 18 years old, it's crazy, has earned the opportunity to play in the opening night roster. How long he will stay is only going to determine how he plays in these games. We're looking at a player played in the Western Hockey League at 17 years old. In 60 games, he had 36 goals and 98 points as a 17-year-old. This this young man is a special is a special hockey player. Kevin Adams, Buffalo Sabres. I think on uh What's that show that they they follow Kevin around and he's he had basically said that oh I'm gonna get in trouble for picking another small guy. Yeah, beyond blue and gold. Beyond blue and gold, yeah. And it's it's never about just the size of the player. It's about how the player plays. Zach Benson is not a big kid but it's how he plays the game that gives him success and the players around him. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a storyline that we're going to be talking about basically throughout the first part of the season to see if how long this young man's going to be here for. It's something we completely did not expect when he was drafted and we've done this roster over and over and over again. There was no room for these experiments, right? There was no room to have a young rookie player in the lineup because I'm now I'm not saying that he can't contribute to the to the team, but should there have been more done throughout the summer to add to this forward group? Because I can sit here and I'm excited to see Zach Benson play and I and I know he deserves to stay here. And I think it's, it's an incredible story to be honest with you, because there were a lot of other players that I think we thought would have been in the lineup for the opening night ahead of this kid. Well, I mean, so there's go ahead. No, well, I, I don't even know where I'm going with that point. Other than the fact that this isn't the storyline or the forward edition that I think we were looking for, like the fact that Benson is making the team in the first place is a fucking problem for me. The kid has been great and he's going to be a good NHLer, I'm sure. And this has nothing to do with the kid, but there never should have been a spot available for him. Even with the Quinn injury. Agreed. That's concerning to me. I can't, I can't. I'm not, I am certainly not trying that. to take away from the excitement that this kid is about to experience. And I'm excited for him, but it's concerning. Sorry, I know you wanted to elaborate. No, I listen. I it's interesting that you went there. Um, 
you know, with the, with the Jack Quinn injury that, you know, happened, you know, in the, in the earlier part of the summer, I would have thought knowing that Jack Quinn is not going to be available until mid December, December, maybe even into early January. I will just say this, that, you know, the Sabres do have pressure. They have pressure like they've never felt in a very long time. 12 12 years. years that this team has not made the playoffs. There has been multiple high first round draft picks that have turned into, you know, whether it's a Casey Middlestat to, to, uh, you know, a Jack Quinn to an uh, Olofsson or uh, a power, like you just name, like the whole bloody lineup is all high end first round draft picks. Okay. At what point in time when you have a war chest of younger players, Savoy, Coolidge, Roseanne, Rusick, like there is a large number of, of high end prospects that are not going to be in the lineup because the team right now is so young. At what point in time do you start to try and put a product on the ice that is stronger? Like why, why are we going with Zach Benson? Who's 18 years old, who had a great preseason. Big nine games by you time until Patrick Kane is ready to go. I don't even know if Patrick Kane would be the guy that I would want. We've got a lot of Patrick Kane's. Got a lot of offense. Got a ton of offense. Um, but you also have a lot of youth. You still do. have youth that could go back to the minors or play less games or play less minutes. Patrick Kane can gobble up important minutes yeah. for kids that are struggling, whether it's on the power play, like even a Jack Quinn. Jack Quinn's going to come in and he he might struggle. He might not understand the magnitude of some of these games in March and April like Patrick Kane does. Be able to calm the nerves of all these young kids. He's a former number 1 overall pick. I mean, you just brought in Eric Johnson, a former number 1. What he does is over- he takes a lot of pressure off guys like Tage Thompson, Jeff Skinner, Jeff Alex Skinner, Tuck. Alex Tuck. There's going to be a shit ton of player on the I mean, pressure on those those guys because they all had career years last year. And Everybody listen, the, now, the, the, where there's smoke, there's fire. You know, there's a lot of people reporting on Patrick Kane, and a lot of people um, don't realize that I, you know, fired out a tweet last year about this. But the fact of the matter is that the Sabers could use him. The timing is right. The they're the only team that can really afford him. If he's well, if he you, wants to make, what do you mean that could really afford him? Well, he's probably going to want a few million bucks. Okay, so we can afford him this year. You think he's going to sign a one-year deal? Well, cap's going to go up next year, right? Already, isn't that part of the yeah, yeah. two-year deal? All well, I know, why is, not sign um, a one-year deal? Can trade him at the deadline. I mean, who knows what this guy's intentions are? He is not in a position to need a long-term deal. He, I mean, like, why does Patrick Kane have to sign? Why would he want to sign? What if he comes here and the team sucks? What if? It's hard to believe, but what if? 
You got to trade him and get a second yeah. round pick for him at the deadline. I didn't think that we were going there with Patrick Kane because that's just a completely different topic well, the, the, the in and of itself. No, it's not. The conversation is Benson. How, how is he on this team? He doesn't make this team if Patrick Kane is healthy and they've signed him or any other veteran for that matter. Right? Would you say that's fair? Fair. Yeah. So for me, it's it comes down to the fact that the fact that he made the team. You know, we're talking about a team that is looking to make the playoffs. That has to be the goal. That is the goal this year. Period. You don't want to come out and say it. I mean, you don't want to. I mean, you say, ah, we feel the pressure, and yeah, that's our expectation. But this is a team that needs to make the playoffs. They need to. So that's my point. Is is it all circles back from Kane to Benson? Has the team got better? And their off-season moves. Well, I'll say yeah. I'll just say yes because they're one more year mature going okay. into the season. Yeah. But have they gotten better? We have an unknown. We have three unknowns in net. Three unknown goalies in net of what they are in the league. Well, we have one on one somewhat unknown because he's a rookie. The other two, we know what we're dealing with. One is a rookie. Okay. And he has been given the keys to the castle, and they're going to go with him. They're going to go with him. They they solidified their defense core with um, some winning pedigree in, in Clifton, who's been around an environment that their only focus is to win hockey games. And that's a good thing to have. Um, Johnson is a veteran player that's been a very, very strong defenseman in this league for a long time. Won a Stanley Cup. That's a good pickup. The offense, we're, mi- we're, we're minus Jack Quinn, but adding in Benson. Adding in youth, more youth. Um, it, it's going to be really interesting. You talk about, you know, they're they're a year older, a year more mature, but there's also insane expectations on a lot of those guys because they all had career years the year before. Alex Tuck never came close to what what the points that he put up. Either had, um, you know, Jeff Skinner's kind of been you know around the same. He's been there before but not at the same point level as what he had last year. Tage Thompson had 94 points last year and 47 goals. Can he repeat? Can those three guys repeat? Can Dylan Cousins repeat? These are all, they're all question marks. We just don't know. They all hit their top end. Now, I'm certainly in Saberland, we're hoping that they can get even better. But we won't find that out until the season continues to move forward. There's pressure. There's going to be pressure on these players for the first time in a very long time. This this group has not dealt with pressure. They don't know what pressure is. Well, I'm happy now, for the kid, and he's earned the spot on the team. No questions asked. It's just unfortunate there's not more depth on this team to prevent him from having to 
to be in the spotlight on opening night. Yeah. 13th pick overall. You know, he's five, what? Making five, a team. Nine, 170 pounds makes the his NHL team because he was great in preseason. That should just never happen because there should be enough depth in this lineup that this kid shouldn't even be there. No, and I, I agree. And I, I don't, where's, what have, where's Coolidge? Where are these guys? Where's Roseanne? Like, where's these Rusick? are the guys these are where's the guys Kulich? you should be jamming into the lineup exactly like, this is the best part about it is we as um i don't even know call it media media members or we do not get to see the inner workings of this hockey team we do not get to see like paul hamilton mike harrington all the all the boys down there and 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 women down there that do that job they get to speak to these guys after practice okay but they truly don't get to see them when they're really you know being themselves in the training room how they interact with their teammates how do they prepare for games after games how do they come to the rink you know, there's so many factors that go into making a decision to keep a young player. And I think Kevin Adams is, is a pretty smart and intelligent guy. He's played a long time in this league and he's been one of those guys. He might feel Don Granato might feel that this kid has something and has earned something so he can have an opportunity to play. Is it ideal for, for for me and I think for you? No, it's not ideal. I wouldn't want a 13th pick 18-year-old kid in my lineup inserting that into the youngest team in the league from last year. But that's what we're dealing with. Now we got to sit and hope and, and, uh, and pray that uh, this team uh, can come out and start the right way for this, uh, the first, uh, five or 10 games of the season, because they need to have a good start. They need to build that confidence. Well, I hope it's not too premature, but congratulations to Zach Benson for at least sticking around after an impressive training camp. And I, uh, yep. I'm sure we'll see him in a few games, maybe nine and anything. after, And maybe nine. more, maybe a lot more. Maybe this kid is going to surprise us all. At least the fan base. Maybe it's not surprising to Don Granato and his and his coaching staff because they maybe, saw something that's special. Maybe twelve other teams made a mistake. Maybe twelve other teams made a mistake. Made a mistake. Who went number one this year again? Connor Budard. That's right. I think Benson outscored him in preseason. Thursday night, seven p.m. in Buffalo against the Rangers. Thanks for tuning into this edition of Side Notes presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino.